Hello and welcome to Fine Wine, where I whine about media that may or may not have aged like fine wine. I am the gingerbread house that you left out for three months after the holidays and it started to go stale and attract bugs, but you still haven't taken it down because you don't have an easy way to dispose of it. And I am also joined by my evil twin who will be interjecting at some points during this recording. Um, I have new episodes coming out every Tuesday and Thursday, and today, on this episode, I'm going to be discussing the 2019 film, Mistletoe and Menorahs. Now, I did say I was going to be coming out with um, an episode that discusses, um, like, holiday stuff, like Hanukkah and stuff. But I didn't realize at the time that finding a film that is about Hanukkah would be so difficult. Like, who would have thunk it? Who would have thought that, like, Hanukkah films are so few and far between? But luckily I was able to find one, and it's Mistletoe and Menorahs. This film stars some pretty unknown actors like um, Kelly Jackal, Jake Epstein, Corey Lee, and John McLaren. Um, Now, I don't even know who half these people are, like, in terms of, like, who they played in the film, because, like, mm, it's not much that happens at all. But, you know, this film was written by, like, a Jewish guy, Guy Yosub, um, and the character names are very something else. So as this goes, it's like a life, it's literally a lifetime um, holiday rom-com film. So you have like typical, typical holiday stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll start discussing the plot now because, um, what else is there to do when you're under a mistletoe and next to a menorah? So we start off and we like get introduced to the main character named Christy and we see that she's like a menace when it comes to Christmas. She is a Christmas menace. And she's on the phone with her friend named Samantha and Samantha's dropping her kid off at school. And she makes this off offhand comment about, oh, the teacher, Mr. Silver, he's so cute. Um, and she makes this comment while her kid's still in the car, which is, like, sort of, like, weird and icky because you're talking to your friend about how cute your kid's teacher is while your kid's still in the car while you're dropping him off at school, which is, like, hmm, okay. Like, Samantha's very much... She's, like, the best character in the film, but this is really not her moment. This is not... This is not who she is. This is because of Christy. Everything's Christy's fault, by the way. So, then we get to Christy, and Christy's at the office now, and she's, like, on the phone with her boyfriend, Peter, and Peter is on an erg doing some rowing, and um, he's, like... Hey, I know that this is, like, a really big thing for you. Like, good luck. And Miss Christy, she's like, 
are you on like are you working out right now and he's like yeah i'm just getting in like a session between meetings um and christy's like sort of irked by it but she like is like oh it's fine i mean it's not what i prefer but oh well so he's like we get like his character establishment which is like he's a meathead um and then christy goes into this meeting with like because she works at like a toy company and they're pitching this they're trying to get this account of this one company but before she goes into the meeting she talks to like her superior and she's like do i need to have like any um examples like ready to present and the dude is like no you don't need anything of the sort now ma'am what do we know if you ask something like this it's almost certainly gonna come back and bite you in the ass and when she's in the meeting it certainly does come back and bite her in the ass so she gives this presentation and the ceo of this other toy company of this like company that's like selling the toys um we can tell he's jewish because he's wearing a blue tie and a white shirt and a gray jacket and like that's how like you profile people in this film you have to profile them because like christy she's wearing red green and white like constantly until but there's some points where she changes it up but it's mostly red green and white and painfully painfully christmassy and by the way she wakes up every morning with her alarm and she has an advent calendar right next to her bedside and she always wakes up takes chocolate out and eats it immediately first thing in the morning ew nasty um also she's not savoring the chocolate which is a crime in and of itself um and miss um christy well, she, after she gives her presentation to this CEO guy that's, like, Jewish, she gets an invite to his holiday party. And his holiday party, she's like, oh, my God, that's, like, great. And he's like, you can, like, give a presentation while we're there. Be- well, like, uh, you can, like, give your example of, like, a toy while we're there. Pitch your ideas. Um, but Christy makes, like, this big talk about how she's, like, the Christmas animal. Um, Well, not the Christmas animal, the holiday animal. Um, She doesn't specify which holiday. And Mr. CEO, he is also like, what? You're like all about the holiday? Wow, you're a holiday expert? Then you're going to lead some of the holiday activities that we're going to have at this party. Um, So Christy is like, oh yeah, you know me. I'm just a holiday beast. I will lead all their holiday holiday things and bring holiday cheer. Um, so she's like talking herself up big. Um, and we know this from experience with these types of films that this is also going to come back and bite her in the ass. Um, so after the meeting, she goes out to get coffee with her friend Samantha. Samantha, the one that calls her kid's teacher cute with her kid in the car. Um, also, we don't know if Samantha's married or not, so this could be, like, um, some red flags on her behalf that she's showing in front of her kid. Um, but she goes out to coffee with Samantha, and we get to learn Christy's 
horrible, horrible, no good coffee order. It's like a pump, a pumpkin spice at exactly 140 degrees, non-fat, extra spice, no sprinkles, no whipped cream, blah, 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 non-fat, blah, 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 blah. And the barista that's there, she is like staring at her and she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and then she is also like, only serve it in my cup. So the barista brings it over and she's like, here's your order, extra whipped cream and Samantha, not Samantha. And Christy is like grimacing and she's like, mm, thank you. Um, and then she goes meet Samantha and Christy's like all excited that she just got invited to the CEO's Christmas party. But then Samantha's like, what, a Christmas party? And then Christy's like, yeah, and he asked me to lead some of the um, activities that they're going to do. And like Samantha keeps trying to say, wait, but Christy just keeps going on and on. And then Samantha's like, wait, girl, hold your horses. Um, That CEO, he's Jewish. It's a Hanukkah party. And Christy's like, what? Um, So she's like, crap, I don't know anything about Hanukkah. What am I going to do? But then Samantha's like, ding, ding, ding. Um, You can ask my son's teacher that I had an offhand comment about earlier in this film. Definitely not as foreshadowing in any which way or sort. So Miss Samantha is like, Mr. Silver is going on break like tomorrow. So you guys can meet up and like um, you can like learn Hanukkah from him. Um, So Christy's like, that's a great idea. So Samantha like sets this up. And when she's talking to Mr. Silver, Mr. Silver's like, oh yeah, I have to learn about Christmas because he has to impress his girlfriend's father who he's meeting for the first time. And he has to decorate his house in like a Christmas wonderland, which is like sort of like another red flag. Like why would you have to make your house like a Christmas wonderland when you're Jewish just to impress your girlfriend's dad. And why is your girlfriend like pressuring you into this? That's like, mm, doesn't seem like a very equal relationship to me. Um, but you know, so, and then also, well, why would this teacher offer, well, why would this teacher who's going on break in like a day want to work while he's on break? with, like, this random person that he's getting set up with by his student's mother. Like, mm -mm mm-mm-mm. No thank you. No thank you. So, next, we get the next day. And the next day is the day that we get where um, Christy and Mr. Silver are going to be introduced to each other by Samantha. So, Christy is back at the coffee shop where she does her order thing. And she does her order again. But... When she orders with no whipped cream, um, the guy behind her goes, there's definitely going to be whipped cream on that. And then he and Christy sort of get in like a little tussle, like a little word, war of words. And like Christy is like, you know what? You're just being like so rude right now. Like, I don't even want to talk to you. Um, But to be honest, this dude that's behind her is like making total sense. Like, of course the barista is going to get it wrong because that order is like massive, like exactly 140 degrees. Like, man, that's not going to happen. 
So the barista comes over and gives her her drink and it's extra whipped cream. Um, and the dude behind her is like, I told you. And then Christy looks behind her and she's like, you bitch. So she goes to sit down and she's like, God, that was so annoying. How can he be so rude to me? And she's texting Samantha about it. And then this dude that was behind her comes over and he gives her a muffin. And he's like, this is an apology muffin. Um, and like, I'm sorry for being rude to you. But before he gives her, her, gives her the muffin, um, he's like waiting. And because he expects Christy to apologize to him too for being rude. But Christy's like, what? How was I being rude to you? You were the one who started it, blah, blah, blah. So Christy is just like totally not aware of how much of a bitch she was being in that moment. Um, and she's like, oh my god, that's so annoying. But then Samantha shows up and she's like, oh, I guess you guys already met each other. And then that's when the two, um, Christy and Mr. Silver, whose name is Jonathan, come to a realization that they were supposed to meet each other. And both of them are like, nope, I'm not doing this. Bye. Um, but Samantha is like, well, you guys can't just like stop because you guys literally have like a crisis that's in seven days and you guys both um, need a solution to it. So Samantha convinces them to go along with the plan that they originally had where they were going to help each other learn about Hanukkah and Christmas. So the two split the apology muffin and are like, let's put our differences aside for the moment and like, let us learn. So... I was like, fuck Christy at this point. I am not going to be, like, dealing with her. But after they, like, make amends, Mr. Jonathan, he gets a call from his girlfriend. Um, and what the fuck is his ringtone? It's fucking dreidel. No. Like, no. It can't be. But it is. His ringtone is dreidel. That's so sad. Like, really, bro? Really, writers? But Jonathan and Christy are like, well, should we just, like, start today? Since, like, um, should we, like, start our lessons today? So Christy's like, yeah. So Jonathan's like, well, the first thing you, like, need for, like, Hanukkah is a menorah. So Jonathan is like, okay, let's, like, mm, talk about stuff. So... They, like, are walking to a, a Jewish shop. And while they're walking there, um, Jonathan's, like, asking about, like, some of the traditions of Christmas. And he, like, asks about fruitcake. And he's like, well, everybody, like, on television is like, fruitcake is nasty. Um, but Christy is like, no, you're just getting the wrong fruitcake. Because fruitcake is actually delicious. Now, I can't stand this fruitcake propaganda. Fruitcake is nasty no matter where you get it from. Um, and I stand by that. Um, so, you know. But at this point, I was also thinking, hmm, this Jonathan character, he's a fruitcake a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but they have, like, this little fruitcake propaganda moment before they show up at this Jewish shop. Um, now, this Jewish shop has like menorahs, stars of David, everything. But then what else does it have? It has Israeli flags. Now, man, this is a little bit of a a misstep, I think, on the 
um, set designers because not every Jew is Israeli. Not all Jews are associated with Israel either. Um, the modern country. So it's like, hmm, maybe that's like a little bit, hmm, because like, you know, like, I don't know. That seemed like a bit of a hmm moment for me. Um, but once I get in the shop, um, Jonathan is like, hello, this is, we're looking for a menorah, please. Um, and they are like, um, looking around the shop for like a good menorah. But turns out that the owner of the shop is Jonathan's grandmother. And they are like getting this whole like Judaism lesson from her. Well, Christy is while Jonathan is looking for a menorah. And Christy is like, wow, I didn't know that um, there was so much meaning behind it. And the grandmother is like, Judaism is all about connections and perseverance. I don't know how to do the, um, like, babushka, yenta type accent, tova accent, you know. Um, but Jonathan shows up and he's like, oh yeah, here's the menorah that I found. Isn't it cute? And Miss Christie's like, yeah. But then he's like, so how much for this menorah? And the um, shopkeep is like, oh, nothing for you. I mean, just two kisses, you know? Um, and then that's when Christie's like, what? You're his grandmother? Um, and then she spots the pictures on the wall. And she's like, what is this Jonathan? And then she sees how much he's like traveled. He's been to Cairo, China, and he's like, you know, the world's just so vast. You just have to experience it all because you need to experience things to like live. And Christy's like, yeah, that's so true. Because also earlier when they were in line for coffee, it was like, waiting is better. Waiting is worse than being waited on. Um, and Jonathan was like, that's a good phrase. I'm going to keep it. So, like, they have this, like, thing throughout the film where they're, like, exchanging, like, phrases. So it's, like, that's, like, a running theme. Um, and after they get the menorah, they um, head over to this, like, Jewish deli um, because Jonathan is meeting up with his girlfriend. And he's like well, you can, like, join us because we're going to this Jewish deli and it would be, like, a learning experience for you because you need to learn about it. So they get to this deli and they have jelly donuts and latkes. Now, um, Jonathan, like, just explains the donuts as jelly donuts. I can't remember what they're called in real life. What are the jelly donuts called, twin? Wow, so unhelpful. This is the one thing I brought you here for. If only I'd known. Um, um, Sufganaya. Sufganyat. So, <laughs> they they had Sufganyat and latkes um, in this Jewish shop, in this Jewish deli, and... Um, Jonathan's girlfriend is like, oh my god, 
jelly donuts. The Jews are so random. <laughs> um, and it's like so painful because like, ma'am, how long have you been dating this man? And you're like, not familiar with anything at all. Like, oh my God. And then they have latkes, but the latkes sort of just look like nasty. Um, I know because I've made latkes before and they were great. Um, and these latkes are like whole potatoes, like just whole fried potatoes, not like shredded or anything. They just look like nuggets of full potato. But at, right as Christy's about to take a bite of the latke, Jonathan's like, no, 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 no. You have to put this on it. And he's like, um, it's sour cream. And Christy's like, oh, wow, I've never heard of that. And then again, the girlfriend is like, oh my God, that's so random. Ma'am, it's sour creams on potatoes. As if you've never heard of that. Have you ever heard of hash browns that you put like sour cream on? Every steakhouse in America that puts sour cream on a baked potato. Literally. It's like, again, the writing of this is like so, 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 it doesn't math. It does not compute. Um, so, you know, but the girlfriend has to leave. So it just ends up being Jonathan and Christy. So they have, like, a little moment where they're, like, talking about, like, what they wanted to do, like, about their passions and, like, what they're working. So Christy's like, yeah, I just love toys and, like, I just want to, like, be in the toy business. And Jonathan's like, I actually wanted to be an archaeologist because of Indiana Jones. And they say that at the same time and they're like, yeah, like, what else would it be? Indiana Jones, yeah, number one inspiration. Um... So they're, like, connecting with that. And then um, Jonathan keeps going. And he's like, since I wanted to be an archaeologist, I just realized that the student loans would just be too much. So instead, I became a teacher. Now, ma'am, this math doesn't math anymore. Because how would you be complaining about student loans and then decide to become a teacher? A middle school teacher. Yeah, he's a middle school teacher. So, like, you know he's not getting the big bucks. Like, and then he's like... But the student loans, you would probably get the same amount of student loans, but then you'd probably still make, like, the same or less money. But Jonathan's just like, no, but teaching, I found out teaching's my passion and I love doing it. So, at this point, I also realized that Jonathan looks like a sheep. Like, he looks like a literal sheep. So, you know. So, then they end up they end up um, splitting up going their own way um, and Christy is like the, now we're on the next day and they meet up again and Jonathan asks about her menorah and like how her menorah is going and he's like did you light the candles and Christy's like how do you light the candles I don't know how it works like ma'am have you never lit a candle before it's literally just a candle in a candelabra. Um, apparently she's never been to a birthday party. Apparently she's never lit an aromatic pine tree scented candle in her house, even though she's supposed to be this Christmas freak. So again, the math's not mathing. So 
she decides that day to also make some latkes, her own latkes, and her latkes look even worse than the latkes that we saw earlier. And they're actually, they look even more like full potatoes than the one we saw before, which is seems impossible. And they're like almost, they're like dark brown, all around nasty looking, ugh. Um, They're like the hunchback of Notre Dame of latkes. Yeah. Like, those latkes are not shredded and squeezed and then made into patties. Those are just potatoes. Um, But she calls Jonathan and they're like, um, she's reciting the thing that you say when you're going to light a candle on your menorah. Um, while she's reading off a piece of paper while she's on FaceTime with Jonathan. And Jonathan's like, "Mm, yeah, that needs some work, but we're getting there. And then he's like, wait, 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 look at this. And he brings out his gingerbread house. And Christy's like, oh my god, great job. Now, ma'am, Christmas does not have a copyright trademark on gingerbread houses gingerbread houses are really just like a holiday thing like gingerbread houses people literally make like haunted houses out of gingerbread it's not exclusively a christmas thing that's just like a holiday thing so i don't know um and then when they snow snow is just for christians yeah snow is copyrighted by christians by the way um, only snows in Christian countries, obviously. Um, but then they hang up on the call and Christy says goodbye like this. Mm, bye. Mm, bye. And it's like, oh my, oh my. But then the next day that they have like another meetup and they are going to get fruitcake together. So Christy takes, um... Jonathan to this Christmas market and they have like a jolly good time talking about um the logistics of fruitcakes and where to get fruitcakes where they're good and he just sort of learns about Tinseltowns which is like have you never stepped outside during the winter months literally anywhere in the world well not anywhere in the world but like anywhere in America where you are living or any of the places that you've traveled because like literally he must have seen some form of Christmas or holiday market before um but apparently not so they try fruitcake and he's like oh my god this is so good um and that's just a damn lie it really is a lie and it's like come on ma'am stop lying to us um this film again fruitcake propaganda and not the good kind of fruitcake (laughs) Um, but then the next time they meet up, um, Jonathan calls Christy up and he's like, hey, can you come over to the school? So Christy goes over to the school and she's like, what's happening here? And Jonathan's having like a fruitcake sale. Like in the time that they did not see each other, he set up this whole like bake sale for fruitcakes at the school as like a fundraiser and Jonathan's like well I do a fundraiser every year for my class and we like sell stuff um so he decided and he was like since you introduced me to these fruitcakes I was like it's a perfect thing 
So Christy's like, okay, but like, what does this have to do with Hanukkah? And Jonathan's like, well, in um, Judaism, Hanukkah, we give back. So like, since we receive so much from everybody else, it's just like, we give back to the community. It's very communal. We like give back, blah, blah, blah. And Christy's like, oh my God, that's like the same with Christmas. Ha ha ha. But see, Christy's world, she believes that Jewish people, every single thing they do all day, every day has to be about Hanukkah. Literally. Um, so then Christy's like, okay, I'll help with the bake sale. So Jonathan goes off and then we get like a little cut till a bit later and Christy's manning the fruitcake stand and oh my god, she's holding her fruitcake bare hand, like no wrapper on the fruitcake in her leather glove, like leather glove on the fruitcake and you can see the leather glove like changing color to like be like saturated in like oil and stuff like just where like the index and middle finger and the thumb just like oiled up which is like nasty and she's just eating the fruitcake like that and then she's like oh ha 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 and then Jonathan takes it and then he takes a bite of it and it's like oh my god and he still has his gloves on so he then takes the fruitcake that she's has her gloves all over and puts his gloves on it then puts it in his mouth and eats it Nah, uh, uh, no, they, thank did you. Did they both get COVID for the holiday? They better have. They better have started something else. <laughs> COVID 2022. 20, 2022. Except, no wait, this film came out in 2019. So they they were the ones who started oh, COVID 19. Um, so after they have their little fruitcake session, they go and wrap gifts. Um, because Christy's like, wrapping gifts is like such a big part of Christmas. Babe, people wrap gifts, like, for birthdays. People literally wrap gifts for Hanukkah. It's not like, like, I don't know where they got this idea from when they were writing this film that, like, Jews do not wrap gifts, period. Because Jonathan's like, what? How do you wrap a gift? And Chrissy's like, well, I'm the gift wrapping expert, um... I'll show you how the perfect way to wrap a gift. And Jonathan's like, oh my God, please teach me. Like, babe, you should know how to wrap a gift. It's like, come on. I just don't believe it. But while they're wrapping gifts, they have a little moment where they like make eye contact for a prolonged amount of time, like a good five seconds. And it's so awkward. But then Christy gets a call from the office and... She's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, but I have to go. And they're, like, sort of awkward, like, stumbling around about it. Um, but, you know. But in the meantime, while all of this fruitcake selling and eating and present wrapping is happening, she's supposed to be working on her presentation that will be made at the big party. Yeah, like, this whole time we haven't seen her work one minute. Um, and when she goes to the office, when she got a call from Samantha... Um, the dude called her, her boss called her over just to tell her that she got the day off tomorrow to work on her presentation. But what does she do the next day? Instead, she goes over to Jonathan's house to decorate his Christmas tree after they get a Christmas tree together. So she like teaches him how to choose a perfect Christmas tree. She's like, when you know, you know. And the first one he looks at 
is like a tiny tree and she's like what do you live in a shoebox and then he's like mm, maybe not that one then then this one and it's like a giant tree and Christy's like that might be a big big but you know this is the first time for you so they get that big ass tree shove it up his ass take it home um and she's like I brought my backup decorations um and she brings out her decorations and this dude Mr. Jonathan, he pulls out these string lights and tangles himself up in them. And he's like, he's never touched string lights before. Um, Please inform me why this man, why this grown ass man who is in his late 30s has never touched string lights before. Um, Christmas is not the only thing that deals with string lights. It looked like he was trying to take himself hostage. He takes them out of the box, and all of a sudden, they're, like, tangling around his head. Yeah, so, like, string lights go up at Halloween. People put them up for Thanksgiving sometimes. They obviously go up for Christmas when you're, like, decorating a tree. So it's like, don't lie to us, film. This dude has just been living in an asylum his whole life. (laughs) Um, And also, Christy's backup decorations are blue and white. Are her backup decorations just Hanukkah decorations? Like, why does she have backup decorations that are just Hanukkah-themed? So, and also, she's giving the Jewish guy who's trying to make, like, a Christmas wonderland in his house um, Hanukkah Christmas decorations. Hmm. Something seems off here. Um, Like, did she purposely make his tree Jewish? Um, It's a compromise, Henry. (laughs) And, like, Christy still has not worked on her prototype at all um and like while they are um doing this whole thing um decorating decorating she's supposed to be getting her work done and it's like not getting done but also there's peter yeah and then peter shows up at the house um, because Christy's like, oh yeah, by the way, Peter's coming to pick me up. Um, so after they finish decorating, um, she's like, oh, I need to go use the bathroom. So she goes to the bathroom and Jonathan gets the door. Um, and he opens the door to Peter and he's like, hey, nice to see you. And then Peter's like, oh yeah. Um, just talking to like Jonathan. He's like, oh yeah, for Christmas I got Christy this interview at the bank. And she, after she lands this promotion, because she needs to land this promotion to, like, get this position at the bank that I, like, set her up for, that I pulled a few strings for. And Jonathan's like, um, why are you telling me this for one? And second, um, that doesn't really seem like something that she would want. Um, but this dude, Peter, he's like, no, it's all about making the grind now so that we can be happy later. Um... So he goes out to wait in the car and then Christy comes out of the bathroom and Jonathan's like, hmm, are you sure you're like happy with like chasing money? I thought that you weren't about that. And then Christy's like, well, aren't you the same? You said you wanted kids, but your girlfriend doesn't. So are you just going to settle for that? And they have like like, this big whole fight that's like forced out of nowhere. Um, And then they leave on bad terms. So Christy ends up going out to dinner with Peter and at that dinner 
Peter's like, I got you this. He's like reaching into his pocket and Christy's like, no, Peter, I don't think now's the time. But then he brings out just some papers and it's the papers of the interview that he landed for her. And she's like, what's this? And then the rest of the dinner, she's just like very quiet and she's like not happy. And she's like, oh my God, I got mad at Jonathan for no reason. Um, You know, I think it might be nice to just say a word about all the different things we've seen Peter do in this movie so far. Because this trip out to dinner with the paperwork on the interview was a real exception. Um, yeah, so like so far, he's come over to Christie's house um, because his cable is broken, but he brought over food just to be like, I brought you over some food. And then he just sits down and watches the game because his own cable is out. And then he also, Christy makes like latkes for him for dinner. Um, and he's like, no, I'm not going to try that. I already know that I don't like it. Let's just order Chinese. And Christy's like, but you haven't tried it yet. But Peter's like, no, let's just like order Chinese. And then sits down and watches the game. So like his character is very much sit down, watch the game, be bad boyfriend. And Erg, um, rower. Um, so after that, Christy's like, after that dinner, Christy's like, oh no, I have to go apologize to Jonathan now. So she goes to the Jewish shop where Jonathan's grandmother works and she's like, what do you need? What's like a good thing as like an apology gift to give? Um, and the grandmother's like, who, who's the one who should be apologizing? Is it you or, or Johnny? Um, and Christy's like, no, definitely me. I should be the one apologizing. So the grandmother's like, okay, I have the perfect thing for you. So she gives Christy this thing that we don't know what it is yet. And Christy goes over to Jonathan's house and he opens a thing and he opens the thing, opens the door. And Christy's like, I'm so sorry. And Jonathan's like, no, no, I'm sorry. I was out of line. But then she's like, no, but you were right. Um, and Christy gives him this apology gift and he opens it and it's a star of David Christmas topper. Now, why did they make that? I have no clue. Secondly, Jonathan's like, I had one of the, one of, one, something that looked just like this in my room when I was a kid. Why did he just have a Christmas topper in his room when he was a kid? Like, is that something that kids just have? Um, I don't know. But they're like, ah, we should do like an apology muffin thing. So Jonathan gets out one of these jelly donuts as like an apology donut. And they split it, but how do they split it? They split it over the floor with no plate, and it's a sugar donut. So sugar gets all over the floor, but we don't see it, but you just know that it's getting all over the floor, which is like, ew, nasty. Not them splitting the sugar jelly donut with no plate and spilling it all over the floor. Um, like, nasty. Um, but, so... Christy also has this thing with her family where they do like Christmas Eve Eve party where they where she and her family like always get together on Christmas Eve Eve um so the 23rd um and she was gonna bring Peter but Peter's like nah I have this game that I have to go to because my boss had tickets for it um 
but I can't do that and I have to work late and blah 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 and he has like a bunch of excuses and Christy's like ugh fine but then she's like hmm maybe I should bring this is like perfect learning opportunity for Jonathan so she brings Jonathan with him like girl this is like sort of sketchy this is like sort of on like towing the line of like cheating um, like, break up with Peter before you bring Jonathan to your Christmas Eve Eve party with your family. Um, and he is, like, um, very much hitting it off with the rest of the family. And Christy's parents have actually also been world travelers. Um, and they have, like, travel pictures up. And Jonathan's like, oh my god, is that the Taj Mahal? Oh my god, that's Israel. And that's the Amazon rainforest? Now, how did you recognize the Amazon rainforest from a photo? Like, there are hundreds of rainforests in the world. Now, how did you recognize that it was the Amazon from, like, one photo? Especially since it was, like, a photo that was, like, not... That didn't have a sign in it. Like, okay, sure, sure. But Jonathan's like, yeah, traveling's just, like, the best way to experience the world. And the parents are like, oh my god, yeah. Um... So they, again, exchange some anecdotes, as they do, and he learns a lot at this party. Um, So Christy and John leave after having a great time together, and as Jonathan's leaving, he has this one moment where he looks back at the parents, and he's like, wow, the Christmas spirit. But my twin was like, that was definitely just a mistake. They forgot to cut it. He was just waiting for them to say cut, um, but they kept it in. So that's sort of funny, but I think that it was him just looking back at the Christmas spirit and being like, wow, that's what Christmas is. Um, you forgot to talk about when the carolers came to the door. Oh, yeah. And the car- <laughs> they had carolers come to this um, Christmas Eve Eve party, and they started singing And everybody's, like, bopping along with the music. But then Jonathan's like, wait a minute. And he whispers into the carolers ears. And he's like, do you guys know this Hanukkah song? Um, And they're like, yeah, 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 we know it. So he sings with the carolers a Hanukkah song. And miraculously, the carolers are reading it off their Caroling sheets, yeah. So they apparently went out Christmas caroling prepared to sing a Hanukkah song which was very considerate. Yeah, and, like, the whole family's, like, bopping along with the music, like, clapping along. Um, And this song comes an important plot point later in the film when it's at its climax. Um, So he's like, yeah, learns a lot about Christmas. So the next thing we get is Miss Miss Christie waking up in her blue and white pajamas. Now, when did she get the time between teaching this guy about Christmas, learning about Hanukkah, and working on her prototype to get some Hanukkah-themed pajamas? And then also, her outfits are also Hanukkah-themed, like blue sh- blue sweater and a white hat. Like, girl, come on. This is evolution. Yeah, it's character, character development, I guess. Um, so... It's the day of the big holiday party of the CEO. And Christy's like, oh my God, I have this like great plan. Um, 
and I'm going to present my Congress figurines that come with comic books. Because you know what kids love? Congressmen. Um, but her idea, we get alluded to it, that it's been stolen by this co-worker of hers. But we don't know about it just yet. Um, but she's about to go to the party. And she goes... She gets a call from Peter, and Peter's like, oh, no, I can't go to this party with you. I'm so sorry about that. So what does Christy do? But she shows up at Peter's apartment, and he's, like, there with a few of his co-workers, just, like, having a beer. And she's like... And watching the game. Yeah, and watching the game that he said he had tickets to, which he didn't actually have tickets to. Like, oh, my God. So Christy's like, you know what? I didn't... I know I said I didn't need you at this party because Peter's like, well, I, well, you said you didn't need me there. So it's like, it's fine if I don't go. But Christy's like, I know I said I didn't need you there, but I wanted you there. Um, and they have like a little tiff and then Christy leaves it off and breaks up with him. So she's like, damn. Um, and she goes gets ready for her um, Hanukkah Christmas holiday party at the CEO's house and she stops by Jonathan's house um, and she just goes to say thank you so much Um, but she doesn't go just to say thank you for teaching her about Hanukkah but for just being supportive to her and Jonathan had also broken up with his girlfriend because he had gotten a call from his girlfriend earlier. Um, And he didn't have to decorate for Christmas anymore, but he still decorated for Christmas because he was like, you know what? It's like a thing that Christy and I had. And it's like a thing now for him. So Christy shows up and she's like, do you know what? Can you come to this um, Hanukkah party with me Um, and Jonathan's like what? Of course I'd love to so he gets ready and he puts on a suit jacket that is way too small for him and they um, are like hugging and he's like you taught me so much about like Christmas and like I even did some extracurricular and he points up And he's like, look at this. Um, And above them is parsley hanging from the ceiling. And Christy's like, oh my god, so silly. That's just parsley. Ha ha ha. Um, And they don't actually end up kissing under the parsley. I think that they should have just kissed under the parsley. Just like, I think it would have made more sense than them just awkwardly laughing it off. Because that's just so awkward. Too awkward for my taste. Um, But then they end up going, then they go to the party. And at the party, Christy is walking around, um, says hi to the CEO, but then she gets um, taken aside by her boss, and her boss is like, oh my god, emergency. Um, This guy, Edgar, our co-worker, he just started working for this other toy company that's here to present as well um, yesterday. Um, So they must have something up their sleeves since he just started working for them yesterday. And he just literally quit us, like, the day before that. So they're, like, a bit worried about that. Um, 
but Christy also gets toured around the party a bit, and it turns out that the CEO's wife is um, a big Christmas gal, so the party is both a Hanukkah and Christmas party, so Miss Christy is like, oh my god, this would have been useful information a week ago, oh well, so they are like, damn, but now it's time for the guest of honor to light the menorah, and Christy is asked by the CEO as the guest of honor to light the menorah. So she goes up and does this perfect rendition of the menorah lighting song and everybody claps. And then the CEO is like, oh, Christy, do you want to like um, present your thing now? Um, I was presented to earlier by this other toy company, the... Um, and we get like a shot of Edgar, the guy that just left the company, um, looking at her um, because they're talking about him. Um, and the CEO's like, but they presented these congressman dolls and oh, those are so boring. And Christy's like, what? Congressman dolls? Ha ha ha. Yeah, definitely so boring because that was her idea. And she's like, damn. Um, also... She's like, I have to come up with a new idea now. So she's like, oh, yeah, one second. Can we, I need to go get this from the car. Um, so she is like, oh, my God, emergency Jonathan. I have, like, this big problem going on. So Jonathan's like, well, what about this? I've always wanted to be, like, playing this game. What What were the people called? The Maccabees. The Maccabees versus the Greeks. Um there was no such toy, so I yeah. just had to make something up. Yeah, so John was like, ah, but I just had to make believe because no toys existed of that. So then Miss Christie is struck by inspiration. So she runs to the car, strips her congressman doll, turns the white shirt into a toga, and walks back in with the doll confidently. She presents it to Mr. CEO, and she's like, this is a Maccabee and literally recites word for word what Jonathan had just told her. Um, now, ma'am, where is the toy creating genius? Where is the toys are her passion? Where did she go? Because these past two ideas that she's presented have literally come from somebody else. The Congressman dolls had come from her ex-boyfriend, Peter, and this Maccabee idea had literally just come from Jonathan five seconds ago. Um, but the CEO loves it, and he's like, this is amazing. We need to start rolling these out by April. We're going to have a whole biblical figurine line. Um, Just in time for Passover. Mm-hmm. Now, ma'am, I don't know. That is some mega church shit. That is, like, very sus. Um, so, you know, I'm not... I'm not taking that, but... The movie um, ends when Jonathan and Christy end up standing in the doorway and Christy's like, you know what? I'm just so happy to have like had this time with you. And Jonathan's like, yeah, me too. And then Christy looks up and she's like, oh, look at that. And it's mistletoe. She's like, look at look at that. Use this as like reference for next time. This is mistletoe. 
and then she kisses Jonathan. The end. And that is Mistletoe and Menorahs, a very, very interesting film. It's definitely a film that has been created that can be watched and viewed. Um, as we did. Yeah, as we did. So, you know, if you're really um, wanting to watch a film that has Hanukkah in it, then this is a film for you. If you don't, if you want to watch a film that is also like a Hallmark film, but an off-brand Hallmark film, then this is also a movie for you. Because um, this is like, a, since it's a Lifetime film, the quality is not quite Hallmark. It's not quite Netflix the princess switch quality either it's like <laughs> downgrade on several levels so you know mm -mm. also the plot point with the hanukkah song um it's jonathan buying time for christy when she runs out to the car to change her congressman to a Macbee. that's the plot point that i said earlier when they were caroling um that it would come up again so jonathan uses it as a distraction to the christmas party um, and yeah, um, lots of foreshadowing in this film, but like foreshadowing that happens literal scenes before. Um, so, you know, somebody put some thought into this film, but clearly not enough thought. I mean, the film acts as though Christmas isn't literally jammed down the throats of Jewish people in the United States, you know, their whole lives. Uh, because it's inescapable. But Jonathan, who isn't, you know, he's not like a super conservative Jewish person, he, he just acts like everything is brand new. How do you wrap a present? How do you touch string lights without tangling them in your head? Yeah, so this film, definitely very interesting. Um, and yeah, I think that's all I can talk about Mistletoe and Menorah's 2019. I'll whine to you next time.